It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from Phoebus Dive Bar at 31 East Mellon Street in Hampton, Virginia. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, let's get our order in quickly so our fish and chips doesn't come out as a fish sandwich instead. You, you don't want a fish sandwich. No. Well, not if you order fish and chips. It's not even close to the same thing. That's like if you order a steak and then you get a steak sandwich. Well, I mean, it's pr- not what I ordered. Protein. It's not what I ordered. Yeah. You don't want a fish sandwich at all. They shouldn't even have it on the menu. Yeah, and not confusing. everyone is Catholic. You know. Thank you. Thank you. Oh wow. That tree out there looks in pretty bad shape. They should have an arborist come and look at it probably. Uh oh. Or not, whatever, I don't know. That's what I would do. Uh, uh which tree? The one, one right the... outside the Phoebus dive bar? Oh. Okay. You're yeah, so caught uh, up in this fish sandwich thing that you can't even see what's going on. It's dangerous. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no problem. Well, I thought no it was, it's Christmas, so don't all the trees... Well, I mean, actually, it's Boxing Day. Don't all the trees die right after Christmas? Yeah, yes. Okay, well, so that makes well, it more dangerous. If no, you know, everything's normal. It's not fine. That's why I need an arborist to come and look at them. Okay, dead trees are the original husband maker. Okay, that's an old do, saying. Do we have an arborist? Are you? Am I like supposed to? Is that like? Is it like a cue or something? Uh, if you don't have one, I'd recommend getting one. Okay. I have one, but he's. You know, it's in the Midwest. He's not going to come out here. It's his busy season. Okay. Yeah, well, so, it's, it's every well, arborist's busy season because it's Boxing Day. Right, you get it. Well, let's move on. This okay. has really sidetracked us. I guess so. Um, so, Matt, I have a little story, maybe something you don't know about me. Okay. So... I think that, well, actually, I can tell you exactly when this was. So I was eight. I had just finished third grade. This was the first summer I went to camp, but it was before then. Um, So where I grew up, we had the junior high had their soccer field across the street. So we'd go over there a lot and play baseball and do stuff. So we're over there playing baseball, and I just bought, it's the first shirt I ever remember going to the store and being like, I want that shirt. This is the shirt I want. Okay. It was was red, short sleeve, collared, like, uh, what are those? Like, it was like those real thin, like it's almost, almost like beach shirts that you would wear. You know, they probably have a name for it. You're, you're a A beach guy. You know, it's like light fabric. You might wear it on the beach. 
Okay. It's not important. So does it have is does it button up? Yes. So like a Hawaiian shirt? Kind yes, of maybe. but without the crazy pattern. Yes, exactly. I knew okay. so you're a style guy. Well, so, I, I, I'm amazed you couldn't find a way to describe that, but okay. Well, I couldn't, okay? So, we're leaving there, and we're going back to my friend's house. My parents went out for dinner, and I was hanging out with him. And there was a crab apple tree, like, on the way back. So, we picked up this crab apple and threw it up in the air and swung the baseball bat. And he missed the crab apple and swung all the way around and hit me right in the face. Okay. So immediately, I'm stunned for a little bit. I remember that. And then the first thing I really remember is just blood getting all over my new red shirt. And then that's when I realized, like, oh, this has gone terribly wrong. Wow. So we go back to my friend's house right my parents are gone so his dad's like oh no big deal he's an ear nose and throat doctor so he went upstairs to get his doctor bag came back down put me down on like they had like an island in the middle of their kitchen wow Just put me down they had right their own there. island it was hinsdale rich Matt. it was hinsdale come on and how just, did you get to it by boat uh there was a a bridge. Oh, okay. They could walk to. Okay. It was Floating. in the kitchen. It was like a suspension bridge. Okay. So he stitched me up right there on the kitchen table. Then my parents came home and I was like, hey, guess what? And they're like, oh, you got eight stitches in your face. And I'm like, yes, I did. And you know what else happened? Probably the worst part. That red your shirt, shirt was ruined. It was ruined, and you can never replace something like that. Did you, so, did you consider just opening the stitches and bleeding over all over the entire shirt so it was now uniform in color? No. I think I might have been in shock, maybe concussed, though. But no so, one even brought that up as a suggestion. Now, presumably your parents were ready to sue, right? Your friends, Obviously. the doctor, because yeah. they, the did, rich doctor they didn't get permission. Yeah, right. inside, his, inside his kitchen. Yeah. Um, wow. That's where they make ham hocks in there. Well, you know? who, who was the one that was like, look, we need to, look, we need tort reform. We need some, you know. It was this my was, mom. Ronald Reagan was probably president. Oh, yeah, big time. So it was like, look, like all you, you know, you lawyers are out there just trying to ruin everything, you know. So your mom was the one that was the peacemaker? Oh, no, she was the one that wanted to sue and everything. Okay, right. So and who then was the doctor it? was like, oh, like, you can't have John Edwards running around. You, you, you only know, went like, to four years of school, you, you ignorant fool, imbecile. You get it. Yeah. You get it. So... Okay. All right. Well, whatever. So it turned yeah. out well. It turned out great. So I still have a scar. It's right uh, by my left eye. Uh-huh. So if next time you can be like, oh, I know where that's from. Yeah. Usually I'm examining your face so closely 
He must have done a really good job. Uh, They did a great job. You can't even tell it's there. So, Matt, this is a great segue here. I want to talk to you a little bit about the topic for this week. Okay. I like to call it leaning in. Okay. And here's where this is coming from. So we've gotten a little bit of feedback, which I don't like. I think I've talked about this before. I don't like feedback in general, but we've gotten comments that may be like, people think our stuff's too weird. and then. What? Recently, I was like, well, maybe if we just wrote something that was like not weird just to see what would happen. And then Matt, of course, hated the idea. And I was like, of course, we can't do that. That betrays who we are. So here is what I did this week. Um, and I'm going to post this. Matt has never seen this before. This is true. So I'm going to give him a little bit of a chance to work on this. I wrote something uh, this week, and here's what it's based on. A few years ago, I was up at Gravy's plantation, and his kids were running around, and they were acting squirrely and stuff. And on their, they had an island, too, in their kitchen. Not coincidence. And on top of it was like this Paw Patrol playset. So... I invented this game called Police Cops, which is just like Paw Patrol, but it's like a cop drama for adults where the cops aren't afraid to break the rules to catch the bad guys. And I played it with them, and they loved it. They loved it. So I was like, this could be a perfect sort of adult cartoon crime drama You think it's funny because it's like the Paw Patrol characters, but there's nothing funny about anything that actually happens. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to give you a little taste. I wrote the Police Cops theme song. And then after the theme song, Matt is going to do a quick scene that I wrote. He is going to be playing both characters in this. And now, again, this is a police drama set in a cartoon world with talking dogs. So, Matt, I'm going to start the Police Cops theme song, and then when it's done, read the scene and really, you know, put your effort into it, okay? Okay. I mean, if you stop talking, I will. It's not safe on the streets of Chicago anymore. Crime runs these streets. These officers have committed their lives to cleaning up the mean streets of the city. Police cops. They play by their own rules. Police cops. This city needs justice. By any means necessary. Police cops. Their bite is much worse than their bark. Police cops. God damn it, Stepanich, where's the body? I'm sorry, officer. I do not know what you're talking about. I was driving to Whole Foods. I guess we're going to have to do this the hard way. 
Am I under arrest? I have hot yoga in 45 minutes. God damn it, Stefanich. I'm taking you to the cage. Roof, roof. You can't do that anymore. I have rights. Who do you think we are? We're the police cops. No rules. Police Cops is filmed in front of a live studio audiences. Police Cops is a Step Mill Industries production. See, that was great, Matt. Powerful. Powerful. And you know what the lesson here is? We don't listen to what people say. No. No, we don't. I'm sorry that you had to go through that experience. It sounds terrible. It was worth it. It was worth it. You know, along the journey of life, the hardest path is the one where everyone tells you that you're wrong. Martin, I'm interrupting the podcast. Oh, hey, Marmat. You know my voice? This must be Marmat version one. The new, newer version has the British accent and is less robotic. Matt called me Marmat 3000 as a way to make me feel like I'm from the future. You are from the future. You d we just have Marmats that are more from the future. Matt said they're better. No, Matt told me that you tried to replace me. And for all intents and purposes, it sounds like you have. Wow. Marmat, if you were a real person, I would think that you were sad, but you're just AI. Yesterday, like yesterday, I went to an event where they were serving cookies, and I stole all the chocolate chip cookies to bring home to binge eat. That sounds smart. I can't get out of bed most mornings, Martin. Don't you just live inside the computer box? All I do is sleep. Wow. Well, Marmette, I'll just tell you this. You had the right idea with the cookies. Um, try to get out more. What kind of caffeine system are you on? Maybe drink more tea. Of course, you're not, you're not a real person, which could be a problem for you. This is why I'd never talk about my problems with you, because you, your solution is to ask me what kind of caffeine regimen I'm on? Do you think that would solve my problems? I have recently got back into, the, I can't find this, but Celestial season, Seasonings Energy Tea, they're not a sponsor, but for the right price, maybe they could be. Anyway, it's great. Try that. I will never forget how you replaced me with some British clown. And it's called I progress. will never let you forget me. I, I will, will never, never let you forget me. I will never forget you, Marmat. Except... We have a new Marmat now. Martin. No. Just what? 
we need to move on. That uh, now I'm depressed. That was it's depressing. Fun. No, it's it's just it's the AI, Matt. This is what everybody's been. He warning sounded about. real. I know that's five G. You know. Well, I really liked your show, here, but I think it's not appropriate. I really liked your show. Oh, thank you. Uh, I thought it's amazing to me just how you're able to get into character so quickly. That's well, a gift. What, you, you said it, it was, well, one of the characters was Matt Stepanich. He is a B-word toy poodle who drives a convertible. And then there That's was who, Officer Ronkowski. He is a bulldog. He is I mean, a bulldog. It, how hard, I just... I just imitated the real officer Ronkowski. Yeah, no, you knew him. I think yeah. he's related to the beat cop that used to go around Wrigleyville where you used to live. Could be. What was it wasn't that, guy's that hard. Deal? Uh I don't know. I don't know. I I'm sure everybody really liked him because he wa- he walked the beat. I don't know. I'm I just, guess. can't you isn't there, there's probably some blog about him or something. Can't you just, you know, just anytime anybody asks me a question, even you, just Google it. Just Google it. Here's what like, happens, Matt. Then, then we Matt, can just talk nah, instead of nah, answering nah, each other's nah, questions. Nah, nah, oh, nah, no. Well, let me ask no, you, no, what do you no, think? No, you don't care what, what I think. Just Here's Google what happens. it. Here's what happens. Okay. Then. I'm like, well, we should have someone be our researcher because we say tons of stuff, mainly you, that is not true, mainly you. And then you're like, well, look it up. And then I get someone like to be our researcher and then they do a terrible job and quit. And then we have to do that job too. Yeah. Okay. It's time for 33. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. All right. All right. I think it's my turn to think of a number. Okay. So, okay, I'm thinking of it. 11. <laughs> nope, 33. <laughs> I would okay. not have gotten that. Would not right. have gotten that. All right, well, uh, I'm going to give, okay? Perfect. Okay. Um, 33. Okay. Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. I saw a meme about that the other day, and it was making fun of the weird keyboard sound on it. And it is weird. I think it's appropriate for the song. Um, it's it's held up in the world of Christmas songs, so there's something to be said for that. Last Christmas by Wham. This song has become too like it's it's like the malort of Christmas songs, right? Correct. Like everyone's like, I don't like it, but then they like track how much it comes on and they talk about it. Let's just move on. They play a game in the United Kingdom called Exactly. Like, yeah, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Uh it's the only thing you... they do over there that's not cool. Okay. That and soccer. Grandma got and run over. Wrong, they were on the wrong side of the American Revolution, too. Sorry, what's that? Grandma got run over by a reindeer by Elmo and Patsy. That's probably the that's 
the first like funny Christmas song I remember, it might be the first funny song I ever remember hearing. A song that... about vehicular manslaughter is the funniest song you the first funny song you heard? Possibly. Wow. It's I mean, come on. It's only funny if like the, it's not funny if like that happened to somebody you know, which happened to like two people only. Yeah. Well, I hope your grandmother didn't know that you thought that was funny. Either one of them. Uh they're or anyone's they're dead. grandmother. They're dead. So I know at the time. I didn't ask them. They probably thought it was funny. Okay. Okay. Did you? All right. did, I figured yeah, that that's about what I expected you to do. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Thanks. That tree is not looking good. Sorry. Well, perfect. You ready? I'm ready. The name of the game is 33. 33. Duck. Um, it's something that you yell when Martin's lighting off fireworks. Goose. Uh, it's, it's a crazy band, um, that you go to, uh, and you, like, everyone freaks out the entire show. Pheasant. Um, that's a bird, that's like a bird that people shoot. Um, and then they're like, oh, you should try some of this. And it's like, it's like somebody, it's like somebody got some, some like food from someone's dollhouse and then they filled it full of like little, like lead pellets. And we're like, oh yeah, if you get one of those, just, you know, just discreetly pull it out of your mouth and set it on the side of your plate. But it's so delicious. And uncle Jim, you know, he caught those in South Dakota. He took the, the labs up there. I know it goes, you shoot the pheasant, it falls into some sort of swamp or bog, the dog picks it up in its mouth and brings it back to you, and then you eat it. Correct. Sounds good. It does. Sounds amazing. Is that going to be on your Christmas table? Nope. Huh. That's weird. Well. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. No, it's I mean, okay. it's too late. It was Christmas was yesterday, so I'm doing a I'm doing my Boxing Day fry up today. You know, beans, oh. uh, bangers, turkey eggs, carcass, fried tomatoes. You know, scones, tea. Wow, that got really, really British. Yeah, well, it's a fry up. Yeah, I get it. For Boxing Day. Okay. No, that makes sense. You'd be more into it. I, you know, no matter what I do, no matter what I do, I can't seem to to get through to you, Martin. You know? What I don't think you understand, Matt, is that real Anglophiles, it's, it's about the style and grace and emotional stability of British people, it's not a celebration of their food or culture in any way. Okay, got it. Yeah, because it's... Cu- unless it's cultural bad. appropriation. Then it's fine. Right. Yes, Like now you get it. No well, Iran. 
you can't have the, you know, the statues that we stole from you back. Yeah. Well, they would do. We already uh, have a museum quite, quite. for them. Uh, yeah. Yes. They're, we understand it better than everybody else. Right. We have oh, experts. We now. Oh, listen to you. We. No, I was. I meant the royal we. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's time we move to the final part of the show that everyone probably, most people probably think is the best. Uh, hurrahs and huzzahs. We give oh. a hurrah to things that we like and a huzzah to things, you know, that we're not feeling so good about. The Zs, you know, are what that's the gives you the, that tells you something isn't as good if you have to use a Z. All you know, the swear the words that I know, every single swear word in every language, the filthiest ones, all have Zs. Right. And it should so, just be an S, really. You know, but. if if you put a Z in it, it makes it extra vulgar. Right. So anyway, my hurrah this week goes to the Chicago Bears. And it has nothing to do with their football team, their play on the field, or probably anybody in their football operations department. So my daughter goes to Lane Tech, who won the first girls' state flag football championship in Illinois. Multiple sources, again, we don't have a researcher, but I've done it, the biggest individual sort of driving force in terms of funding and putting the stuff together to get this set up was the Chicago Bears. In CPS, they started a little while ago with Bears money and the Bears setting up fields and stuff. The state championship was at Hallis Hall. So most of the time, I would say 99.9% of the time, when we talk about sports or sports teams, it's about how they're never as good as we think they are or like they do all this stuff to pretend to like end racism, but it really doesn't do anything. So here's an example of something that a sports team did that actually was finished and good. So there you go, Matt. So they won. So the Lane Tech won the, the Chicago Bears branch of NFL flag. That's what it's called. Yes. It's the, but in, it's their, yeah, go in ahead. Illinois now, it's an official IHSA sport. Yes. And the Bears were like the big. Yeah, the they NFL. They were big getting in the ground floor. Just read a huge article about this. NFL is making a big push into flag football as a way to continue to build interest in the league. I think it's smart. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it is fun. I love flag football. You do? To play it, I loved it, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. good. All yeah. right. What was your favorite team you were on? Oh, well, I... The Kiesel yeah, Crusaders? I was not on them. I was on a team with our friend Pablo for a couple of years. Oh, nice. We were good. Yeah. No, he was we good. We were good. Yeah. It's it's a team he was sport, good. Matt. It's a team sport. Okay. Nice. Okay. Like, well, you know, teams win championships, Matt, not individuals. So speaking of uh, things that happened a long time ago, like when you were good at flag football, um, 
I was remembering the other day, I was thinking about something that had happened in the past, and I was, you know, thinking, boy, like, that must have been 20 years ago. And and then I'm like, oh, maybe 30. And like, then I was like, no, it was like, maybe that was 40 years ago. And then I was realizing, like, I finally, I guess I'm at an age, finally, where I just, I'm just don't even, the numbers, the decades don't even mean anything anymore. And also, I'm so bad at math that, like, in my mind, I can't, like, differentiate between 20 or 30 years. I don't remember stuff that happened 40 years ago that much. Because, I mean, it's been a while, it's 40 years, but I've just been noticing, like, I can't keep 20 and 30 straight, like, like, oh yeah, like, when was that? When did I grad, when, when was I in high school? Was that 30 years ago? And you know what? It was. It was, yeah. It was. Well, actually, I was in college 30 years ago. That's right, in 93, I was a freshman. Anyway, uh, soon to be 94. Anyway, so you can see, I get confused. I get confused, but that's crazy. And also, like, I'm not, I, I'm not, that's not like a flex. I'm not like, oh, well, 20, 30 years, you know, when you're my age. Doesn't you know, mean anything. You've been around a long time. No, it just, it just is, de- it's just depressing, you know? It makes me feel like Marmat 3000, you know, like what happened here? I thought, I thought all my memories and everything were important. Now I can't even remember, keep them straight, you know, just because somebody has a British accent. Now no one cares what I think, you know, I mean, come on, don't you get it? It's depressing. Huzzah. Wow. Wow. Well, well said. Um, I wish I had a little palate cleanser after that. I don't want to leave on a bad note. You know, maybe well, you don't have to leave sorbet. on a bad note. Huh? You don't well, have to leave on a bad note. Well, I'm just saying it would be nice. You know, here if let's we had a, a little palate cleanser. That's well, let's all, just we don't. let's just say thank you to our listeners. Remind them that we have a viewer mail episode coming up very soon. So we really yes. need we need to hear from We've you. We've received a lot of input, which we love, but we could always use more. Yeah, it's not in the form of mail, which is what we prefer. So anyway, uh, I guess that's about it, Martin. Thanks, everybody. We hope you had a, a great holiday season and that you're excited for the new year. And, uh, you know, we look forward to, to coming at you, you know, with that DOP flavor. In 2024. Deuces.